Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Lots About Something podcast. This is the podcast where we, the lots, always talk about something, and hopefully it'll be something to help you along your day, whatever it is that you might have going on. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you uh, if you're a returning listener. Maybe maybe you just stumbled across the podcast and you're here for the very first time. What's up? Hi. Hello. It's good to see you. Uh, my name is Chris. I am one half of your hosting dynamic duo, and I am, of course, joined by my more beautiful is that the right way to say that? The more beautiful host, Christy. How are you doing today, Christy? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, if you can't see Christy, so I don't know if you know this, you can actually watch the podcast on Spotify. Uh, it's 80 degrees outside, and Christy is wrapped up in a blanket. Are you cold, Christy? It's so cold in the house. Why, why are you so cold? Well, y'all like it cold. You control the air condition. Sometimes. Most of the time. If it's up too high, y'all complain it's hot. And so, man, it's freezing in here right now. I very rarely complain about the temperature. I get blamed for it all the time. I get it. I'm a bigger guy. But in all honesty, at work and at home, I very rarely say it's hot or it's cold. But even at work, like if it's really cold, they'll be like, Chris, why'd you cut down the air? I hadn't touched it. I haven't touched the thermostat in years, literally. Where? At work. You have it on your phone now, so you don't have to touch a thermostat on I don't real. even go. You... The only time I ever do it on my phone, go on my phone. If I, so at the church, I can control the air condition on my phone. That is true. But the only time I do it is like somebody says, it's too hot. Or I respond to what other people say. Yeah, well, it's freezing in here. I am like a temperature chameleon. I can pretty much adapt Mm-mm. unless it's really hot and then, I'm, <laughs> then I complain. True. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> Uh, you can just call me uh, temperature temperature cam cam temp temp cam temp cam <laughs> yeah temperature chameleon that's me temp cam oh okay yeah do you like that you think that'll catch on no okay all okay. right but it is freezing in the house right now so I had to pull out I got this blanket for Christmas and it's a very soft blanket. So I it pulled, is strange that I, all right I pulled it out today. So we were talking to our buddy Dusky. Um, the other day, yesterday, yesterday, and uh, he was saying that it it was negative. It felt like negative three where he lives. He lives up in the north, mm-hmm. and they they do have a cold front that's kind of swept through there. Uh, and I believe it hit eighty something degrees here where we live today. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to mm-hmm. think about. And really, honestly, we could get in the car. I think we could probably, I don't know exactly, we could probably get to where he lives in like 12 hours, maybe 10 hours. I don't really know exactly, but about 12 hours maybe we could drive. Um, And just think, just 12 hours above us, it's negative three, and we're out here living our best life at 80 degrees. And in all honesty, when I walked in today from the house, like I drove up to the house and was walking inside, I thought, man, it is hot. It is already hot. It is 80 degrees. Mm -hmm. So, Dooski, 12 hours. You could be warm, buddy. Come on down. We got a a place you could stay. Just come on down, brother. We got you. You and the crew. You and the crew. That's right. Hey, another thing I need to mention. I need to mention this. Um, I need to give a shout out to my buddy, Scott. Uh, 
I know him as Saddest Bob. He's part of my he's part of my Fortnite crew. Uh, Saddest Bob. But Scott uh, Scott sent me a message last week, and he was in Florida for the Daytona 500, and he said that he was sitting poolside listening to the podcast. <laughs> That so, is so great, Scott. So shout out to Scott. Shout out, Scott. He, actually, what he said is, I'm part of the seven. <laughs> the seven. I joke all the time about there being seven listeners. He said, I'm part of the seven poolside listening to the podcast. So and, You know, we talk to our listeners and viewers, and they truly do listen. Like, they expect the podcast to come out hit Monday. Yeah. So I don't know. Is everybody's podcast hit on Monday? I would think... So yeah, no, no, no. Not everybody no. posts. On, I mean, not everybody. Every but everybody, for the most part, like if they'll they if they do a once a week podcast, yeah. they hit. Um, a lot of people post on Wednesdays. Oh yeah. Um, I like Monday though. I I don't know why. I just like that day. But well, our listeners get up expecting to hear whatever we got going on to be there for them when they get up. When we first started the podcast. Seems it was a long time ago, doesn't it? It seems like forever ago. Uh, I actually did it by myself. Mm-hmm. And I was, I think I started posting everything on Thursdays is when I started it. And then we took that long hiatus. And then last year we came back and jumped back in and we've it, been posting on Mondays. It feels like it's gotten a little bit better than doing it alone. I love it. If I wouldn't go back to just doing it by myself. Now, like if you had to be, let's say you were out of town Maybe you get a on co-host. like your beach trip, I may would get somebody to like fill in, fill in for something like that. Or, or maybe I was out of town and you, well, I don't know if you would know how to turn all this on. We'd have to <laughs> do two in a row or something. Yeah. yeah. But like I may would do something like that. We but should I, have a guest every now and then. I wouldn't want to do it by myself. I do. I actually have a lineup of guests of people that I want, want to come well, in. Well, they want to come. People they let us come. They want to come be on asked. the Lots About Something podcast. We, I just need to get them in here. We just need to make it happen. Where are we going to put them? <laughs> well, I, we may have to do it remotely. I don't know. Or we could do a whole setup, like since we moved the couch. Put more. T- yeah, have y'all noticed, guys? Our couch is gone from behind us. Yeah, since we moved the couch from behind us, we got a lot more room. We make it even do like a whole podcast panel. Panel. I don't know of a panel, but like a like a setup, like a table. And- I'd love to have my own little setup. Yeah, you do. You've got your whole setup no, I right need here. A better setup. Than this. You don't like this setup? I mean, it's doable, but okay. All right. The more listeners we get, we got to come up with something. I mean, if, if we're if Scott is part of the seven, we might be up to like eight listeners. Is, now. Was he on vacation in Florida? He was at the Daytona Five Hundred. So he's listening to the podcast, and we're going on vacation with people. People are listening on vacation. That's so exciting to hear. Yeah. So I'm shout out to you, Scott. Yeah. What's his nickname? Saddest Bob. Huh? Saddest Bob. Saddest. Yeah. A S. Uh, S-A-T-A-S-B-O-B, Saddest Bob. Saddest Bob. I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but that's what I say. Well, shout out, Saddest yeah, Bob. He's a good dude. I like him. Good. He actually, all right, so I hope you don't mind me listening. <laughs> it's just us, Scott. So, <laughs> uh, he actually's got And really, our six other viewers. Yeah, he actually, we actually has a really cool story. He, uh, he got diagnosed with congestive heart failure, and he started taking his health really seriously. 
and started running and lost a lot of weight. And now he runs marathons. And like every Wednesday, he goes on these really long runs and he always posts pictures and stuff. So that is great. Just watching the pictures that he posts makes me very tired. (laughs) You mean videos? No, no, they're just pictures. But I watch the pictures of him after he's run and it makes me tired for him. You know, I've never done a marathon, but. I hear sometimes after you do marathons, you have to like eat bananas and like bananas. water. I love bananas. Maybe I should do well, like, marathons. I like, love I don't bananas. know much about it, but I think to potassium and yeah, stuff for your joints yeah. and all that stuff. I, I don't know much about it because I don't do marathons. Do you but. remember the time that I did that uh, glow in the dark 5K? Mm-hmm. All right. So I, I know that we're kind of lingering here in the intro for a second, <laughs> but this truly is the lots about something. I don't know what we're talking podcast. about. <laughs> um, so I went and did a 5K. I, this particular year, this is several years ago. It's probably about six years ago. You went with Sam and Nikki. It was before we moved into our house. Mm-hmm. Um, I had set a goal to do a 5K. I found one that I wanted to do. I called my buddy Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had not run. He used to run track, but he had not run in years. And I said, hey, bro, do you want to go do this marath- this 5K with me? And he was like, Went one, he laughed, mm-hmm. but finally he was like, okay. And so he ended up, he went, he brought his wife, Nikki, and then his sister, his wife, Nikki brought her sister with them. So it was all four of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we did the 5k. It was a lot of fun. I, I walked most of it. I ran some of it, walked most of it. Um, but it, it was exhausting. And the next day, I woke up, I could not move. Mm-hmm. Literally couldn't move. Um, and then that night, so the next day, that night, uh, Wesley and I had to jump on a plane because we were flying to a conference in Dallas, Texas. And we were running late. And so I remember him saying, we're going to have to run when we get through security. And I thought, I'm going to miss this airplane. <laughs> I can't. I can barely walk. I can't move. Everything I was doing, it was so painful. Um, and then we got to the conference, and we, it, there were stairs. And I remember every stair was like the worst. Yeah. So anyway. at least you completed the five. I the, did the do it. Um, and it was a lot of fun. The glow in the dark part. Mm-hmm. They had like a, a little like after party, and they had a DJ out there, and everybody was throwing like glow in the dark colors and. It was fun. I, I had a good time. It was a good experience. You hadn't done it since, though. I haven't. I have not done a five k. Nor have you. I thought about doing a five k <laughs> since. One was enough, huh? So anyway, um, well, let's jump into our first segment. I know that we we've, we've already been talking for several minutes, but we do have some things to cover today. Um, let's start with a segment we do every single week, and that's just called "What's New." I thought about stealing. I've been listening to this podcast. It's these two brothers. They do a, they do a, they both play in the NFL. And fun fact, they both were playing each other in the Super Bowl. So one of them plays for Kansas City. One of them plays for Philadelphia. They're the Kelsey brothers. Um, They have a podcast called New Heights. Now, it's a good podcast. It's about football, brothers, family, that kind of stuff. They do have some tough language in it sometimes. So I, I don't know if I can strongly encourage it, but overall it, it's a it's an entertaining podcast. Uh nonetheless, they do something called new news. 
I really like that, but I feel like we can't use it because we co- it would well, be. Well, we can already them. do what's new. We we do and, what's new, but I like new news. Yeah. Well, I we can stick. With okay. What we got. All right. We're just gonna stick. So that you've heard it here. We're just gonna stick with what's new because that's what our viewers know we're yeah. gonna do anyway. Yeah. No All reason right. to steal something. Yeah, we're not gonna steal somebody else's stuff, even though I think it's dope and cool. Uh, so, do you have any news that you want to share? Anything exciting happening? I've got something. Um. Well, we hadn't talked about it a lot lately, but my weight loss journey. Okay. I've lost, I've teeter-tottered, but this past week I weighed and I'd lost 2.2 pounds. That's great. That was exciting. That's really great. You know, it's kind of just lingering. Yeah, congratulations. So that was something new. And then I went in Kroger yesterday. Yeah. And I bought me a happy birthday cookie cake. Yeah. Was it, um, now you bought that for somebody's birthday that's coming up? You wanted to get them a nice little treat? Is that why you did that? No. Okay. I just got us a happy birthday cookie cake. (laughs) Somebody's birthday's out there. We're celebrating somebody's birthday. So just like it's five o'clock somewhere, it's uh, it's somebody's birthday somewhere. And anyways, when you want a birthday cake, you just go get a birthday cake. You love a cookie cake. Well, Walmart has messed theirs up. I won't get it from Walmart anymore. Well, Walmart is our arch nemesis anyway. They started putting chunk, Shout chocolate out. chunks in it. Shout out. And I did not like it. When you have to pick it out, it's like any good. But Kroger's was good. So What's good? If y'all got a birthday or know someone, just let them know that we celebrated it for them. We also have a great American cookie that's coming, coming right. It's not right near our house. Oh, but it's, it's close enough. We it's yeah it's oh it's close enough it's in the same shopping center as we nothing, have to pass by that shopping center as nothing bunt cakes yes so think about that we've got a shopping center that has nothing bunt cakes the great American cookie marble slab um firehouse subs firehouse and subs. Fernando's pizza yeah so it it's a lot um so that's a little happening joint right there yeah it's not open yet but it'll be soon. We'll have to add that to what's new when it happens. It'll be exciting. So, obviously, we like food. Um, so, I've got a what's new. Uh, Emma, Emma's our youngest daughter, if you don't if you don't know that, if you, maybe you're new listening. Uh, Emma has been begging. Just And you tell me if I'm overemphasizing this. Okay. But Emma, for months, <laughs> has been begging us to go to Church's Chicken. Am I over-exaggerating that? Nope, not one bit. Every single week after church, she says, can we go to Church's Chicken? Did y'all video her first-time experience? We didn't video it. I did post a picture of her at on, on my Instagram. I did post a picture of us that we were there. Mm-hmm. But she has been begging. So today, you weren't feeling well, so you stayed home. Lily ended up staying home. And so it was just me and her. Mm-hmm. And so she asked me on the way to church. She said, Dad. Since it's just me and you, can we go to Church's Chicken today? I said, I said, all right, we'll do it. And so uh, the family was there. They had other plans. They were like, do you want to go? <laughs> and we were like, no, me and Emma have plans. We're going to Church's Chicken. So I want to give you a breakdown of our experience, okay. okay? I actually tried to get Emma to come in here and talk about it, but she didn't want to. Um, So we get... And I haven't been to Church's Chicken in years. I don't remember anything about Church's Chicken. I know that I've been there. Uh, where it's at, my mom and I used to live like behind in a neighborhood kind of behind that area. 
But I, it's been years mm-hmm. since I've been to a church's chicken. So we pull in, and number one, there was a line out to the road. We actually had to sit in the road just to wait to get in. So it's a super long line, all right? So finally we get in the parking lot, and they've got a bunch of deals up on the window like they do. And Emma is talking about how excited she is. She's she's super pumped up about it. She even sees that they have on the on the window they have a deal where you could get a party tray for a hundred uh, chicken strips. And she was like, "That's what we're getting for my birthday." She's already calling it like this is <laughs> what we're gonna have at her birthday is this hundred strip tray of Church's chicken chicken strips. All right, so we pull around and sh- we. You know, again, it's a long line, it's, and it's not going by quick. It's take is it's a long time. So we finally get around. We're looking at the menu, and Emma decides she wants to get chicken strips. I was driving, so I was like, "I'm going to get that. That'll be easy to eat too while I'm driving." So I got that, and we're in the drive-through, by the way. Um, she said, "I want to get macaroni and cheese." I said, "Okay." So we got that. I got fries, and then she said, "Can I get fries too?" So we got her a side of fries. And then we noticed that they had banana pudding. And she said, Dad, can we get banana pudding? I said, fine. So we both got banana pudding. Are you trying every side at Church's Chicken? So I was like, we're here. Let's just go ahead and give her the experience. I said, whatever you want to get, let's just get it. So we get our our food. And we decided that we needed to eat the banana pudding first because we didn't want it to – we just felt like that was going to be the best option. So we went ahead and ate the banana pudding. Oh, I, well, let me wait. Let me just wait. So we eat the banana pudding. Then we get into our box food. Uh, I did taste one bite of her macaroni and cheese. And of course I had a biscuit. I had fries and um, chicken fingers. She had biscuit fries and macaroni. macaroni and chicken fingers and banana pudding. So here's how I'm going to rate the things that we ate. Okay. Okay. All right. Number one, hands down, the best thing that we ate was the banana pudding. It was delicious. It was absolutely delicious. The banana pudding was phenomenal. Was there bananas in it? Was bananas in it? It had banana pudding. Uh, it was a rich, good pudding. It had uh, the wafer on top of it. A little bit of whipped cream. It was delicious. Emma and I both agreed that that was the best thing we ate. The second best thing we eat, we ate. Now you're going to be surprised by this is the macaroni and cheese. I don't even love macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. It was really good. It was super cheesy. Uh, I'm sure it was like some kind of artificial cheese or whatever, but it was good. Just good, cheesy, warm, tasted really good. That was the second best thing we ate. Now Emma and I disagree on three and four, but only slightly. I think the biscuits were three. And the French fries were four. She thinks that the French fries were three and the biscuits were four. She said the biscuits were um, too buttery, which I don't understand that. But all right, (laughs) that's fine. We both agreed that the worst thing that we ever ate, and we would be okay if we never ate it again, was the chicken. (laughs) I should have got drumsticks or something. Well, yeah, maybe maybe we missed the boat on that. I, I would go back and get a chicken sandwich, but I didn't I didn't know how that would be like driving trying to eat that. Yeah. Um. So I asked her on the way home. I said, "So are we still getting that hundred chicken tender tray for your birthday?" She said, "Nah." <laughs> 
I asked her if she ever wanted to go back, and she said, just for the banana pudding. <laughs> so. Well, she does like a lot of chicken. She only eats chicken. Like, she likes. But she had worked up. Yeah. That Church's chicken was going to be the greatest thing ever. Now, did Church's chicken have a spicy chicken and a regular chicken? They did. We got a regular chicken. So I was just wondering, because I know what, is Popeye's, is Popeye's the one that has spicy chicken and regular Maybe. chicken? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, so yeah, that was our experience. So that, that was something that we did that was new this week. You, the girls love to do one-on-one with you. Do you notice? They do. They love that one-on-one time because I think you you go out, go over and beyond whatever y'all are doing to make it a fun time. Well, I want it to I, be enjoyable. I'm glad you do that because I don't like to do that. You don't like to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not the exciting parent, as we can tell. Um, <laughs> well, what else? you have anything else new? No. No? All right. I've got some weird news for us. We haven't done this in a little while. Okay. I've got some weird news. Actually, the first one I want to tell you about is, it's kind of new. It's it's about a week or maybe two weeks old. But do you remember, um, do you remember Barney? Mm -hmm. The purple dinosaur. The I love you, you love me. Well, he was, I mean, Barney was, when Emma was, not Emma, maybe Emma too. But when Lily was a baby, Barney was the jam. Uh-huh. I actually still have a Barney playlist on my phone that we would play in for the in the car <laughs> for Lily when she was a baby. Uh-huh. She loved Barney. Well, I didn't even know this, but Barney has kind of disappeared, but they're bringing him back. Oh, let me show him to you. And some people are upset because he's got a new look, and people are not excited about it. Did you know that Barney was um was gone? All right, here he is. I'll post this on Instagram. Uh, here's a side-by-side. Old Barney, new Barney. What do you think? There's old Barney, and this is the new improved Barney. Is so, he, same colors. Is he going to be a character? Yeah. Like he's going to be dressed up in a character again? Or is that I, I think so. Or see the cartoon. I know they're going to do an animated version of him, mm-hmm. but I think that this is, I think they're going to do the live, the live things again too. I'm not, if I'm a hundred percent honest, I don't know that I fully know, but yeah, there's a new Barney and he has a new and improved look. Mm-hmm. I miss the old Barney. You miss him? Yeah. Like look oh. how cute and cuddly he is. Look at this guy. He looks excited, ready to go. He, The new Barney is excited, but it's kind of like, man, what happened to old Barney? He may just be too old. Do you think old Barney died? <laughs> do you know? Do you remember the stars that came out of the Barney? Do you, uh, Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez and wasn't it um, Demi Lovato? Didn't they both I don't know. come from the original Barney? I don't know. Crystal introduced me to... A YouTube sensation. She said that she was the new Barney. And her name's Rachel. Miss Rachel. And it's for toddlers and babies. Oh, yeah? And uh, she sings to them and stuff. But it's like a really big phenomenon. If that's how you say it. She's the new Barney? Miss Rachel. Well, not that Barney. but they Oh, called she it, is like a new they Barney. They called her like the new Barney. For I got you. Her. And uh, so I've been watching a little bit with Callaway. Okay. 
I'll post this on the Lots About Something podcast page. If you don't follow that, you should go over and uh, hit the follow button. I'll post this side-by-side of the original Barney and the new Barney. Y'all can tell us what you think about him. Uh, I think I'm team old Barney. Maybe that's just because I'm old, but I just like old Barney better. I'd have to hear the new Barney. Yeah. You know, the got to switch it up a little bit. Kids wouldn't want to watch the old Barney anymore because it is old. Maybe so. So. All right. Um, I have the other two stories I need to tell you about are really, they're really tragedies. Okay. Now, again, in, in what's in the weird news, all we really do is look at the hot at the, uh, headlines. We're not really reading the articles. We don't have time for that. We're just looking at the headlines, responding, like reacting to them. Um, and I ran across this headline and it's, it's tragic. Okay. Now, are you familiar with the Oscar Meyer wiener? The hot dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and the, uh, you know, there's the, they have the whole song. Do you know the song? It's not a, necessarily the wiener hot song. It's the, it's a baloney song. Yeah, I know the baloney song. Do you know it? Mm-hmm. Sing it. My baloney has a first name. Uh, it's O S C A R. Let's go. My baloney has a second name. M E Y E R. I love to eat it every day. And if you ask me why, I'll say Oscar Meyer has a way with B O L O G N A. B O L O G N A. That's how I learned how to spell baloney, same. by the way. If I had to spell baloney right now, I would have to sing that song in my head just just to know how to spell it. (laughs) Anyway, all right, back to the story. (laughs) So Oscar Mayer, they are they have a famous wiener mobile. They actually have they have several of them. I think they have seven total, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But tragedy has struck the Oscar Mayer wiener fleet because it was reported that in Las Vegas that thieves stole the catalytic converter off of one of the Wienermobiles. <laughs> and it could not get to where it needed to go because it was it was torn down. <laughs> okay. I, what, what are you like what are you laughing I about? I had I thought run through my head. Is it family friendly? It is not family Whoa! friendly. Whoa! <laughs> hold the phone, Christy. You're having unfamily friendly <laughs> thoughts. Right here on the podcast about the Wienermobile? I thought I could save my thought. Man, if you did, it'd be great. We may would get like nine more listeners. <laughs> go go ahead. I feel confident that whatever your unfamily friendly comment is, is still going to be safe. It just couldn't get up and go because it didn't have this converter to get it going. Yeah, it the Wienermobile couldn't get up and go. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> In the family-friendly version. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so yeah, so it, the, the Wienermobile was, was broke down, couldn't, couldn't fulfill its Wiener obligations. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk about this anymore. You can't even look at the picture without it's, thinking things. It's, it's a wiener mobile. A wiener mobile. Yep. That's what it is. <laughs> what are you thinking? It looks like a hot dog weenie. Yeah. My mind just went other places. Oh, okay. So All right. Well, 
Anyway, I just thought that was a tragic story uh, that I want to mention okay. to you. But, Christy, it's not nearly as tragic as the next story. Okay? okay. So that's that's terrible. Somebody messed up the Wienermobile. Okay. But in the UK, uh, a thief admitted to stealing $38,000 worth of Cadbury cream eggs. What was he doing? I don't know. We don't read the articles. We only read the headlines. But they caught a thief, and he admitted to stealing $38,000 worth. Now, didn't you just tell me the other day Mm -hmm. that you could buy two for $4? Was that what you told me? Buy one, get one free. Buy one, get one free. $1.49. Oh. So it was, I got six of them for like $4. So think, okay, so that's what it was. So think about that for a second. Someone sold, stole, stole $38,000 worth of Cadbury cream eggs. I wish I would, I wish I knew them. Man, <laughs> could you imagine having that hookup? I would have this whole area back here. Just full of cream you don't eggs. Need that many Cadbury I'm just eggs. saying. Now, Saddest Bob would not be happy about <laughs> that. Uh, but, but, um, man, that would be amazing. If there was ever a crime, you I would, would want to be in on that. Yeah. I would want to be in on the on the Cadbury cream egg heist. I guarantee you, I'd be easy to catch. Because we're fat and slow, <laughs> carrying all that chocolate. <laughs> Eating one as you go. Man, I ain't yeah. getting anywhere. They'd be like, sir, uh, are you involved in the Cadbury cream egg heist? I'd, be, I'd have chocolate over cream my face. Over place. Nope. I'm like, no, not me, sir. <laughs> he went down the road. <laughs> I'm like, that's that guy. Uh, he's like, sir, you, you, have cream, you have Cadbury cream egg all over your face and hands. And in your pocket. I'd be like, not me. I'm, I bought these. Take your hat off and all your eggs fall out Two of your Two for $1.49 over here at the, the Walmart. Kroger. Oh, Kroger. Sorry, <laughs> um, that's right. Walmart's our arch nemesis. We don't. We don't. Uh, we don't go with them. But yeah. So th- I don't know what they did with those. I don't know the purpose of that. But that seems like just all right. That just seems like a lot of cream eggs. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they sell them for in the UK though. Like maybe they're more expensive over there. I don't know. Makes you think. How many Cadbury cream eggs do the Cadbury? people make in the first place because that's a lot yeah you know i don't know well i'm sure they make he was only 32 years old yeah yeah and he stole a semi truck shout out to tow away the trailer of cadbury eggs so there you go so anyway i'm glad that hopefully that got those recovered again we don't read the articles we don't know exactly what happened there but Mm -hmm. um so yeah, so that's some that's some weird news. Couple tragic incidents there: crack, caviar, cream eggs, Wienermobile, um, and then some controversy with the new Barney. Lots of crazy stuff happening in the world right now, Christy. That's what we're worried about: eggs, <laughs> Barney, and wieners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of wieners, uh, over the last couple of weeks, you and I have been talking about relationships. <laughs> Do you like world. that? Do you like that transition? I don't know where that's going to, but yeah. Okay. That was funny. You like that? That was funny. All right. So, um, 
Yeah, it's, it's the month of February. We started doing this a couple weeks ago. We've just been talking about relationships. And you and I started off, we told our very boring story about how we met. Last week, we talked about how important it is in relationships to communicate, um, communicate well and effectively. Uh, and as we get ready to wrap up the month of February, which is hard to believe because so this this podcast episode will hit on the 27th of February. Lord willing, creek don't rise. It'll be, and there will only be one more day after today for this podcast or for this month. Um, but nonetheless, uh, I thought that we would, I thought that we would end, end this relationship kind of talk that we've been in. Not that we can't keep it going if we really, really wanted to. Um, and talk about the art Inside of relationships of fighting fair, fighting fair. Now, uh, it would be a lie if I said that you and I had never, ever gotten into an argument before. Um, and I would even say that it would not be fair or truthful if I said that maybe even early on in our marriage that we did not necessarily fight fair maybe we didn't know how to or whatever you know whatever the reason may be but i also think it would be untrue and unrealistic for people to think that they can navigate through relationships without there ever being a disagreement an argument or the potential for there to be one would you agree with that yeah i agree I mean, the more that you are around somebody, regardless of how much you care about them, respect them, love them, um, you're not always going to agree. There's going to be disagreements. There's going to be fussing. There's going to be uh, there's going to be potentially fighting. But there are rules of engagement that should be in place for when you're when you fight. Uh, And so, I wanted to kind of talk about what those might be, what those could be. What are your opinions on this subject, Christy, about fighting fair? What do you, what do you think about that? I'm interested to see what we've got to say. You don't know what we have to say. I don't know what we're about to get into. Well, I'm asking what your opinion is about fighting fair. Like what is it that when it comes to fighting, I don't like to fight. Okay. So I try to avoid it. I think that you do like to fight, though. I don't think I like to fight. Why would you say that? I try to. Um, I don't like confrontation, so I, I don't know why you think I'd like to fight. All right, that is true. You do not like confrontation with everybody else except for me. Oh, you think I can't You are not afraid to confront me at all. <laughs> Zero. Okay. You don't agree with that? Like, if you see something that I'm doing that you don't like, you do not hesitate to say, I don't like that. You think that's fighting? No, I'm just saying, you said you don't like confrontation. Yeah. When it And that is true for everybody else. You would let it, you would let... You would let everything go. You would just be mad. You wouldn't say anything about it with everybody in the world except for me. And then anything that I do that you don't like, you have no problem confronting me. But confrontation and fighting are two different things. Now, confrontations can lead to fights, mm-hmm. 
But confrontations and fighting are two different things. I know that. Let's just carry on. Let's just see what we get to talk okay. about. Okay. All right. So uh, so let's just say that you're in a scenario where, you know, you're you're potentially fighting. I do think this. Some people try to avoid fights. And I don't think that you should always you should ever intentionally start a fight. But confrontation and part of communication can be arguments, disagreements, confrontation, and ultimately fighting. So that's not always a bad thing. But the way that you do those things are important. Um, and so that's what I want to talk about. I actually have a, a guide here for us. It's an article from uh, a website called The Marriage Hub. The Marriage Hub. And it actually has six steps or six reminders for couples to fight fair. Okay. So the first one is this. Um, now this would be something that you would do ahead of time. So this is before any fights start before you ever, uh, before you ever get into an argument, this needs to be a conversation and establishment of rules. So that's the first step or the first rule is just establish your rules of engagement. If you're mad, are you going to go ahead and jump in and fight? Or are you going to wait until you you've cooled off? Where are you going to have this conversation at? Where's it going to take place? How's it going to happen? Um, are you going to acknowledge it or are you not going to acknowledge it? So this is something that should happen ahead of time. Do you think we have this? Do we have a rules, like a set rules of engagement? I don't. You don't? You just like, you just throw in hands whenever. All right. So I'll say, I don't know that you and I have ever sat down and said, I don't know that we've ever said, Here's how we should fight and where we should fight. But I will say that over our years of marriage, we've kind of learned the do's and the don'ts mm-hmm. of when arguments take place. So we try not to argue in front of the kids. We that's one of the things is and we try to do it maybe in the bedroom. We don't want to argue in front of the kids is one of the things that we kind of we kind of do. Uh, we've gotten heated before, and we're like, you know what? We're not going to have this conversation in front of the girls, and so we'll we'll pause it. And we do go to the bedroom and shut the door, and sometimes we will let the words change fly. sheets. No, oh, okay. no, those aren't change sheets. Oh, I mean, clean sheets. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right, just uh-huh. wondering. Um, uh, yeah, there's no there's no clean sheets in these kind of conversation. It's it's definitely disagreement. Um, another thing I'll say is. I'm a I'm a go at it kind of guy. Like I don't want to argue, but if I get to that point, I'm all in. And if we're gonna go, let's just go until we ain't got nothing left to go. You're not like that. You are a I don't want to deal with this. I want to get away. And there have been there have been times early on in our marriage where I would literally chase you around the house while you tried to get away from me. <laughs> That sounds really bad. It's But like you would be like, I don't want to talk about this. You'd go in a room and I'd be like, no, we're definitely talking about this right now. Mm-hmm. And so over the years. Our house wasn't that big either. Yeah, so like, yeah that particular house was literally two steps. We were like, bathroom, oh, let me go to the bedroom, you know. <laughs> yeah, that particular Open house. one door, shut the other. Girl's like, leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. I remember one time you made me so mad. I took went out in the yard and hid under a tree. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you remember the fight that we had? I think it was about cutting grass. And we had a lawnmower. 
It was the very first, it was the second house we lived in. We had a lawnmower and the wheels came off and you went outside. You were like, well, I'm just going to cut the grass myself. And you went outside and I came out there and took the wheel off. And you were, you <laughs> do you remember that? Mm-mm. Anyway, that's not good to do, but that was funny when, now that I think back about it. Um, I'm surprised you knew how to take the wheel off. <laughs> well, it fell off. Oh, I didn't, okay. I didn't I, have to do it. It just kind of happened. All I had to do was like tap it. <laughs> Okay. It was already like coming off already. Uh-huh. Um, so, but nonetheless, I think there needs to be, maybe you don't have the conversation, but I think you need to understand. So now, and we don't argue a ton anymore. We're old and we're tired. We don't really have the energy <laughs> to fight like we used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think also we have a better relationship. We have better communication. And so that helps uh, a lot of areas. But I think also, you know, I know like if if something goes down, you just need you need the time. Even though I want to engage and I want us to to talk it out and go for it, you need the time to walk away. And so th- those are those are rules of engagement. Like you just kind of back off and you wait a minute. Mm-hmm. So that it's important for you to know how's the fight, where's the fight, who do you know? We're going to fight in front of the kids. Just know all of those things ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Don't try to figure it out. Like we've done, you know, in the middle of it, uh, man, go ahead and have the conversation. Like, here's how we want this to play out. All right. Number two, identify the problem and look for a win-win, not a me versus you solution. So how do we both win in this? This reminds me of an episode of The Office when <laughs> when Michael was he was trying to solve a problem and he was looking for a th- where he won and then everybody else won even though he wasn't even in it anyway um nonetheless so it's it's a solution where you both can walk away in unity on the issue not me versus you mm-hmm. so that's the goal is in this conversation it's not that you win and you get your point at the end of the argument or the disagreement how do we walk away from this and you and I be on the same page and be okay with each other? Mm-hmm. That should be that should be the goal. Yes, the argument started because you're on two different sides of the situation. There's two different perspectives. There's two different understandings, whatever the case may be, two different opinions. But when I engage in this confrontation with you, and we have an argument with one another, our sides, you know, we're sharing our sides. The goal is not for me to win. The goal should be how do we walk out of this and be okay? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that's compromise. Sometimes that's laying down. Sometimes, and you and I have done this, sometimes it's even saying, you know what? We're going to have to just agree to not agree on this one. Mm-hmm. And we've had to do that before. Yeah, I agree. You agree with that? Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Here's number three. Uh, and this is important. Stick to the issue. Don't fight on multi fronts. So you and I are having an argument about issue A. That's the argument. In the middle of issue A, we're not then talking about B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, and all of that stuff. We're only fighting about, or we're only arguing about issue A. Um, now but the problem is sometimes it builds up and yeah. you hold it in. I call it sweeping it under the rug. And then once you do, it, 
it just it's pandora's box you open up everything it just all spills out like all of it and that's what it's saying not to do well that's where i think to avoid that there needs to be open communication that's why i don't think you can sweep things under the rug you've got to be able to talk about those things address those things share those feelings because then, if you don't do that, that's exactly what will happen. I mean, a lot of times people sweep things under the rug because it's just easier to get through that day as if it's just not even, you know, brought up. But the problem with that is, is once it is brought up yeah. and you're in a heated conversation in the first place, you know, it's not going to a good place. Yeah. I am a pusher. I am a, because because in, in all honesty, um, because of my personality more than anything, I'm laid back. Things don't always get under my skin like other people it may it's just a personality thing i'm not even saying it's a good personality thing it's just a personality thing mm-hmm. um i can i can do that i can be very guilty of just kind of packing things down because really it's i don't want to take the energy to get amped up about it i agree it's easier to push it under the rug sometimes than deal with the yeah. energy at the moment the problem with that though is when it, issue a comes up when you get heated and when up, the it hits the fan yeah then a b c d e f g all those things come pouring out mm-hmm. that's why that's an unhealthy practice mm-hmm. inside of relationships um number four i think this is important is to use i statements um because a lot of times if I say, well, you did this, mm-hmm. then it's accusational. But if if I, the statements that are used are, I feel like this because mm-hmm. of X, Y, Z, then it's not me accusing you. It's me stating how I feel. I feel this way because you because this statement was made, because this comment was made, because this happened. It made me feel this way. Mm-hmm. That's not me saying, well, you, because you did this and you, 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 you. And then what happens is just out of flesh, and I'm guilty of this, you're guilty of this. Well, you, me, well, you, you, you. And so then it becomes a blame fest. Mm-hmm. It's you and you and you. When if I've got an issue, I've got an, I have the issue. Here's why I have the issue. And it's my issue. I'm just telling you about it. Right. Well, I mean, when you're in conversations and arguments, you always want to blame the other person. Hundred percent. You normally <laughs> arguments happen because of a frustration between one or the other, and that's why we're bringing it up. So it's just kind of like we say, talk it out, agree, disagree, whatever the case may be. But normally we argue because you made me mad or I made you mad. So then that's how the arguments and you know, complaints happen, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. So, okay. Just, you just got to learn to work through it. And I'd, like you said, the older we get, the more we know each other. A lot of things don't tend to bother us like they would have, I guess, when we were first newly married. Yeah. And having kids and being married, what, almost 22 years. It's definitely changed our our argument well, I think you said this Arguments. the other day too. Is when we when we met and got married, I think it's fair to say we didn't know each other. I mean, the amount of time that we dated, mm-hmm. we learned who each other were a lot by when we were married. And so, you know, you're trying to figure those things out, navigate through all of those things. Um, but then I think you know, maturity and understanding, parenting. 
um, life lessons, going through things together, mm-hmm. you know, crying together and struggling together. And, um, you know, all of those things build, they, it builds trust and commitment and well, knowing, relationships with each knowing other. Knowing you've got my back and yes. knowing I've got your back. And knowing we're having an argument in the bedroom, we can walk out and say we're still okay. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's why. And here, and here's another thing: is I've never slept on the couch before. Now, and it's very rare, but there have been times where we've been fighting, and you're like, "Well, you can go sleep on the couch." It hadn't happened a lot, but you know, we just we tempted to say those things. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you can go sleep on the couch. I'm not sleeping on the couch. I'm sleeping in the bed. And I'm going to sleep beside you. Now, if you want to go sleep on the couch, that is your choice. But we're married. We're going to sleep in the same bed together. And um, and so I, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I know some people say, "Well, we ain't, we." Ain't, or, uh, I've heard people say, "Well, we don't go to bed if we're mad." Well. I've been mad a couple of days before. You know what I mean? Like if I didn't go to bed, I'd, it'd make it worse. Uh-huh. But we're married, and married people sleep in the same bed together. Mm-hmm. Now we ain't cleaning sheets, but yeah. But I'm sleeping. In the, I'm sleeping in the bed because that's what we do. I'm I'm in the house. I'm not leaving the house. Mm-hmm. We're married. We're gonna we're gonna live in the house. We're gonna figure this out because I'm committed to you. You're committed to me. We're not getting a divorce. Like that's not even an option. It's never been an option. So the only thing we can do is either be we can be pissed off or we can figure it out. I'm sorry, you're singing say that and I am singing Barney. You're singing Barney? <laughs> I love you. I'm committed to you. <laughs> you're committed to me. <laughs> when you were saying that, I was like, oh, God, I should not be thinking about Is Barney. Is that a real Barney song? I love you. Oh, you oh, love okay. me. Yeah, yeah, but when yeah. you were saying that, I was like, how can I not have, I need a serious face while he's saying that. I totally, go ahead. I'm so sorry. I like it. Hey, we are a podcast and musical. So. <laughs> anyway, when you were saying that, I had the Barney song going through my head. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Number five. Okay. Number five, this is important. Forgive and forget. Forgive and forget. Now, here's what I know. Not everything is easy to forgive, and there are some things that are really difficult to forget. Mm-hmm. I get that. And some arguments are greater than others. There are some arguments that are greater than leaving socks in the bathroom or on the floor. I get that. Sometimes there's real betrayal that happens in relationships that are difficult to forgive Mm -hmm. and they're difficult to forget. I'm not making light of any of those things, Mm -hmm. but this should be the goal. It should always be the goal inside of us. If we're going to be in this relationship to forgive. And if we're going to forgive, we've got to walk away from it and forget. Um, and not keep records of wrongs because I am imperfect. You are imperfect. And if I kept a record of all the things that I thought you did were wrong, even if you didn't think they were wrong, if I count them as a wrong against you, all I'm doing is keeping a tally and I'm not called as your husband to be someone that keeps a tally of your wrongs. I'm called to be someone to support you, to encourage you, to take care of you, to lead our home And if I'm keeping a tally of all the wrongs, 
I can't do those other things. Mm -hmm. I agree. The other thing is relationship growth stops at the last place that unforgiveness was. So your relationship can never grow beyond the last place that you forgave. Now, if you want to forgive, your relationship can go on. But if there's if there's that one thing that you always go to, then your relationship can't grow beyond that last place. Mm-hmm. So so that's the goal. And the last one, probably the most important, and 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 this should be important through or this should be true for for all of us, is to pray for God to help you navigate through challenging times. So Pray together, um, not just when you're angry, but pray together. Let that be part of your relationship in, as you're, as a couple, as a, as a marriage. Pray together and encourage each other. And if you're really mature, and we're not, right before you go into an argument, you could be like, Lord, help us not to fight. Help us to fight fair, whatever it is. <laughs> I'm not real good at that because if I'm, if I'm ready to fight, then I'm ready to fight. I don't even remember the last time that we've had like a... I can't, I fight argument. I don't either. I do remember the other week I raised my voice at you when you couldn't find your car key, the Jeep key. I don't remember. And you told me where'd I move the Jeep key? And I knew oh, I had You were mad. I wasn't mad. No. I hadn't moved the Jeep key. Well, you do tend to pick things up and move them around. And so I read that was the last time that I remember anything, but that's the same day that you went to the hospital. <laughs> the day I had to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, and we found the Jeep key in the car. But I don't mean I don't remember the last time that we really argued. Argued. So, any more, any more wisdom over there? Um, no, that's it. Just a verse, uh, Colossians three. It says, "Put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness." And patience. And I think if those were qualities of people, then it's hard to not fight fair. If you are, if you're compassionate, if you're kind, if you're humble, if you're gentle, and if you're patient, uh, it's difficult to not fight fair. And then it goes on and says, bearing uh, with one another and forgiving each other, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. Um, so anyway, that's, uh, that could be our wow. That could be the wow for today. <laughs> Colossians three, 12 through 14. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's it. that's it. Well, we made it. We didn't even fight or argue or anything. Today. Today. We don't fight or argue. The day's not over yet. <laughs> I'm hoping for, uh, clean sheets more than I'm hoping for arguments. So in my in my ongoing effort to keep our sheets clean, I just don't argue. And it works. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like we got to go, guys. Um, anyway, hey, thank you guys so much for checking out the podcast today. We really do appreciate it. Uh, I think this is episode 46. That's hard to believe. Mm-hmm. We're getting really close to 50. Mm-hmm. Um, and we appreciate you guys hanging out with us uh, We would love it if you connect with us uh, You could do that a couple ways One is follow us on the Lots About Something pod, Our Instagram page Lots About Something podcast on Instagram uh, Go hit the follow button And let us, you know, you can leave comments there Send us messages, all that kind of good stuff from there uh, Also, we'd love it if you hit the follow button Subscribe button, whatever platform you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify 
Also, if you didn't know, you can watch us on Spotify. If you click the little media tab down at the bottom, a video of us pulls up and you'll see us waving at you right now. Hey guys, what's up? What's up? What's up? So we appreciate so much you guys hanging out with us a little bit today. Thank you for making us part of your day. And uh, we hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time. See ya. Bye, guys. Y'all have a great one.